0: Guess what? <coughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Stay six feet away from me. Remember to cough in your elbow. I don't think we have to keep coming back to that. <laughs> no, it's good news. Stonks are up, baby. Ooh. The gravy train is leaving the station. Did
1: you say That's right. gravy train?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's right after a week of downturn stocks are up today we love it it's gonna be all the way up from here by yeah. the dip you know it's
1: not gonna it's not gonna go down
0: it's not gonna go down there there w- i did happen. yeah there was a tweet where someone said oh today's gain is uh you know uh in line with historic gains the bad news is the other historic you know percentage gains on par with this one happened uh just before the great depression and just before the 2008 recession Wow. Which I think is fine and not at all an omen.
1: Probably shouldn't worry about that at all.
0: <laughs> you probably should not draw any sort of conclusions of any kind.
1: mm yeah. Well, so what are you panic buying now? What?
0: Ah, uh, what? Oh, you know, I've been panic buying just so many things.
1: Um, I mean, have you been buying any stocks?
0: Oh, no, no. Buying <laughs> stocks is for losers.
1: <laughs> you know what? Yes, yes. What are you panic buying as far as goods and services? Uh, I've been panic buying like uh,
0: popcorn, Skinny Pop popcorn. Skinny Pop. Skinny Pop.
1: So that's already popped.
0: Indeed, yes, it comes in the bag. Well, you can actually get some that you can pop yourself if you choose to do that. But because I am simply me (laughs) and an entire bag of popcorn is, is too much for me. Like to eat in one sitting? I just Mm. buy the buy the bag. The the problem is, isn't
1: the life of a bag of popcorn like really short once you once you pop the bag? Um, you know it doesn't get soft.
0: I I eat a bag of popcorn about a week, and it doesn't seem to get soft over that time. I'm sure if I had it longer, but uh, boy, I love that stuff. You know, I will say. you know, st- uh, snack levels over here are critically low. Um, stock is very low. So we're going to have to, I don't know, resupply. I was shortly. able to get
1: some chips, but then it, all- and it made me realize that I don't like the salsa that we had. Mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> so now I got to get some good That's salsa. That's terrible.
0: That's terrible. Now, is so uh, my area is under a shelter in place, uh, mm. which means I can't go out except to like go to the grocery or whatever. Um, and and the grocery stores around here have just been totally destroyed by people buying uh, you know, eight pounds of chicken or whatever. I'm curious mm-hmm. if you found that to be the case in your area too, or if things are maybe more sedate because you're sort of more uh remote as it were.
1: <clears throat> well, no. Um it's bad here too. It's Oh great. Uh, yeah, they I I last week <laughs> you love to still, see it. <laughs> before this week we've been work from home. They like uh, 2 weeks right. ago they shut down I wanna the I want to be school. clear. I
0: want to be clear to my employers if they're listening that I have absolutely been working 100% of the time that I've been on
1: my work I've actually been working maybe 110% of the time to oh, be honest. Oh, well, very good. Yeah, just very <laughs> dedicated. I I show up to the Webex teams early <laughs> and clock out late.
0: I, listen, I am both <laughs> rising and grinding.
1: <laughs> so, no the w- <clears throat> I I haven't been to the store in like a month because Oh wow. Um every time I've like driven by to see what it's like, there's just like a, a line wrapping a around the store.
0: Jeez. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I'm not gonna. Here's no. the
0: thing is I'm gonna be out of chicken. Uh my current <laughs> estimates predict <laughs> well, no, early no to Jimkins. late early to late next week. I will be out of chicken. So, you know, I'm gonna have to go to the grocery uh, <clears throat> fairly soon and inshallah well, I will find chicken in stock.
1: You you have a lot of uh of popcorn and I do. I actually <clears throat> recently discovered a popcorn hack that okay. uh, I had something that I had popcorn hack that I had ordered. I, I don't even know when I did this or what inspired me to do it, but mm-hmm. I had something on my pantry shelf. You know, I was looking at my pantry a lot more, like looking at my stuff I have and I'm like, <clears throat> how can I use this? And it was something called right. uh wing dust. What? And this is, this is like seasoning for chicken wings, I think is what it is.
0: Okay. And it okay. was salt I don't, and vinegar. I don't like a seasoning that's called dust, because dust is dirty, like inherently in my mind, but... Uh... Wing dust. Yeah.
1: Well, it's, it's salt and vinegar flavor. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I've always felt like more things should be salt and vinegar, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. like you can't make things salt and vinegar like... without also making them soggy. Right. So... I got this salt and vinegar But it seasoning. turns
0: out modern science means that we can now, apparently. Yeah.
1: So I put this Pou- on popcorn powdered and, vinegar. and it's amazing. <laughs> well, that's, so, that's lovely. I'm happy Salt for and me. vinegar popcorn. You should try yeah. it
0: out. You know, I just get the sea salt popcorn. I find that's usually enough for me. And, uh, you know, the other options are like white cheddar popcorn, but you end up getting the white cheddar all over your hands. So the sea salt popcorn is is. I kind of nice. like that part because it's like a rejo- second well, snack
1: where you yeah. just can peel it off of your fingers with your teeth. Do you understand that? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I, yeah. um, <clears throat> So you've been panic buying... You you Popcorn. You, yeah. Popcorn. I've had I, dark I, I chocolate as well. Okay. I have gotten... I did Instacart myself some chocolate.
0: Yeah. Chocolate is essential.
1: Yeah. I just need it every once in a while. I just need some some nice Sometimes dark you're feeling
0: down about the state of the world, and you know, a little bit of chocolate, I, just a little square, helps.
1: I have tried in vain three times to get Cadbury dairy milk. Mm. The first two times it was out, the or, 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 you know the the, right. inst, the Carter was like, sorry, bro. But then the yeah. third time, <laughs> they got it, and I was so happy, and I saw the I rating, know. and I gave them the biggest rating. I was just... right. Over the moon, nice. and it wasn't nice. until I like reexamined the bar when I went to open it up that I saw it was like the dark chocolate.
0: Oh, which is dairy fine, milk,
1: but it's not the same thing.
0: Still, still, you were like, what you say? yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So I think you should just get some avocados and feed them to your dogs.
1: Well, you know. <laughs> That dog ate every <laughs> smack of that avocado <laughs> <laughs> That is an avocado eaten dog <laughs> Speaking of dogs uh oh boy <laughs> what do you think about the 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 big industrial big, bailouts? <laughs> big bailouts well, you know so uh, I actually got old. big structural bailouts
0: <laughs> I, big structural bailouts absolutely absolutely.
1: Turn it up. I like it.
0: Um I got owned actually in in the group chat at work cuz we have um quite a few coworkers who who work at our facilities in Canada. Mm. And one of them said to me, he says he says I'm so glad that your government is focused on bailing out the cruise ship industry. And I just I was like I was like We got him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, cruise ships very important, very important industry. They provide lots of
1: um, now, did they I not realize what? <laughs> that that seeing our our president owned is like something that brings you joy? Like, well, no, I thought he was he owned me,
0: you know, uh-huh. because he was he was uh, uh, jabbing me with that.
1: Okay, fair enough. But and so
0: I was owned, and I was like, you know, I have no defense for for <clears> this <throat> for this uh, policy. Um, But, you know, I do like the theory that the reason that the cruise ship uh, companies are getting bailed out is because the cruise company owners are like not the kind of rich people who are put off by Trump. Instead, they're like his kind of people.
1: They're like like if you took a sample of anybody at Mar-Lago on any given night, it's like 80 percent cruise ship owners.
0: Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cruise ship investors, or you know, whatever. Like, yeah. Like the people who who are members of Mar-a-Lago are like high level executives at Carnival Cruises or whatever. Totally. It, <laughs> totally. It, it so it makes a lot of sense in that regard. Um, also, I'm really excited for the Trump cruise ship that's made out of solid gold and then just sinks the moment it's launched. <laughs>
1: It'll be the most beautiful ship.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think the thing that ugh, I'm just kind of like. Everyone's criticizing the Republicans, mm-hmm, but, like, mm-hmm. there's no alternative. Like, nobody is presenting, the like, the Democrats aren't presenting, like, an opposing plan. They're just presenting, this is a bad plan. So yeah, you know that's like, going to result bad. <laughs> in a watered-down version of the Republican plan. Yeah, like, yeah. they're not going to put their own in there, which right. seems absurd since they control the... House of Representatives.
0: Right. So they're going to... That should afford
1: you some leverage, correct?
0: <laughs> I, I, I think so. I'm not an expert. <laughs> Isn't that I'm kind not
1: a, of the point of it? I, I'm,
0: no, I'm no political scientist, but I believe that, yes, uh, having control of one or both houses is important. Now, in fact, we have control of both houses right now because enough Republicans are sick in the Senate that they can't vote, so...
1: All you need is for McConnell to get sick because then Right, yeah.
0: <laughs> right. who, st- who I don't steps Who's? in I'm that sure, case? Cornyn? I'm sure there's Cor- like a Cornin? second
1: in charge.
0: Right, yes. Uh John Cornyn, I believe. John Korn- John Cobb. Cornrow. Yeah. Um Yeah, no, but we're we're gonna we're probably gonna bo- bail out Boeing. Uh Boe out Bailing. Um because Boeing uh is very poorly run. But um the CEO of Boeing today said that um He said that he would, uh, uh, not accept, um, any aid for, for Boeing that would result in the government taking like a portion of ownership or equity in the company.
1: I would prefer not to.
0: And I say that we should just nationalize Boeing, frankly.
1: I mean I think we should just nationalize everything like
0: yeah well and you've got you the know? airlines too the airlines are going oh we need help being you know we need to be bailed out and then you look at them and they've spent uh uh yeah so this is from a vice article um in uh 20 20- 17 and 2018, they raked in $23.7 billion in profits across the airline industry. Then they used nearly all of that money, 96% of their profits, to buy back shares from stockholders. Wow. Which does not do anything for the health of the company at all. So instead instead of saving that money for a rainy day, they just said, nah, a rainy day will never come. And now that a rainy day has come, they're going, ah, help, I need an umbrella.
1: No, they're just like I don't care about rainy days because right <clears throat> I'm friends with all of the cruise ship people. Right, the government will boats. provide
0: me an umbrella. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, and this is again where I note the tired old trope that um, you, as an individual, must budget and save for at least three months of emergency expenses. But if you are a corporation, then actually you don't have to do that, and in fact, it's very important that you spend all of your free money, uh, giving it back to shareholders. Because that's vitally important to our economic system.
1: It is important. I mean, who listen? Who will th- who will think about the businesses? Who, who will think about the bosses?
0: Really? Won't somebody think of the shareholders? <clears throat> the well, that's why it's so.
1: is just overwhelming. <laughs> that's why it's so important that we. Go back to work, you know?
0: Yes, yes, uh, yes, this is our heading. It's important that you all go back to work so my 401k goes green again. Um, this was, uh, uh, I believe this idea was first floated by Bloyd um, uh, 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 Blankfein, uh, the former head of Goldman Sachs, who, as best I can tell, logs onto Twitter approximately every week and a half and drops a deuce of a tweet. Uh, that gets ratioed immediately. This week's was particularly good. Uh, He said, Extreme measures to flatten the virus curve is sensible, for a time, to stretch out the strain on health infrastructure, but crushing the economy, jobs, and morale is also a health issue and beyond. Within a very few weeks, let those with a lower risk to the the disease return to work. And then, of course, the president tweeted, We cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself, which is not... Um, Yeah, so there's a, there's a, I put a bunch of articles in here from the uh, brand new discourse.blog. Did you know about this? This is a side note. No. Uh, The folks who used to work on Splinter have started blogging over at discourse.blog. Oh. Yeah, the discourse continues. Um, Yeah, so the Republicans are basically floating a bunch of trial balloons. It's basically like, yeah, we're going to send you back to work because the economy. And what happened is they all logged in to their portfolios, you know, on Friday, and they saw a big line go down, you know, big red number, minus 30% or whatever, yeah. and they said, well, this cannot be allowed to happen, you know? <laughs> and then they then they went, oh, Lord Farquad, you know, some of you may die, but that is a sacrifice I am willing to make. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's important because it's like, this is the first time in a very long time that these people's accrued wealth is actually under serious threat uh and, and you know the thing is which is really sad activity, it's a real
1: real tragedy
0: i know i'm just so sad for them uh yeah uh, that they might have to sell one or both of their vacation houses um i have no empathy for it <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 yes
1: there's always, wow, is there's always one more <laughs> time, I think I figured it out well, <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I want to be clear I don't add like to it every yeah. time it's <laughs> it's always like the same clip bespoke but bespoke yeah. versions <laughs> right <clears throat> Um. this was perhaps best epitomized by a slide from uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo's uh, live so stream much. yesterday it's a seesaw on one side is protect lives and on the other side is economic viability and the heading is still figuring it out uh, I just want to say that this is not complicated. Um, I think the root of the problem here is that all of these conservatives and rich people literally do not know how to conceptualize a fulfilling existence without some kind of wage labor based economy. They're like, but without an economy, what da- ba- da- da- ba- and they just can't like their brain cannot conceive of how a society might function without a bunch of people going to low wage jobs at McDonald's.
1: They just have no imagination. Like, yeah. This is a theory I've been working on, and <clears throat> and it's been in the show notes. We haven't hashed it out. It's in our potential topics, and we'll get to it at some point. But it's just basically, I have a posit, and it's that we've lost our imagination. Like, right. so many people oh, just yeah, absolutely. Yeah. can't even envision anything different than what they see before them.
0: Right. And th- th- yeah, they're like, well, but there isn't. What would, what's the alternative? What else could we do? And it's like, I mean, lots of things. It's like, no, I just don't.
1: Like, a prime example of this is, like, how I tweeted. It was a couple of weeks where I said, uh, basically, like, imagine if we just didn't. You know what I mean? Like, as right. far as yeah. payments and, uh, you know, as far, like, what if we just had a, a, a debt jubilee? We just mm-hmm. had a jubilee year where we just struck everything out. Yeah. And, like... The responses were, fifty percent of the responses were efficacious retweeting, yeah, and right. liking and just Let's do yes, it. yes, and yes. then <laughs> the the other half were people like, mm, so actually, Her, so uh, <laughs> uh, excuse, uh, you need to study
0: uh, your debt, uh, uh, and I would just reply theory. to them like,
1: okay, but like imagine it, yeah, like. Okay, but what if we just did it? Right,
0: and their immediate response is just like, ah, that's not, no, nah. couldn't, no, 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 no.
1: But see, that's like the entire. Listen, problem. you don't, you
0: don't understand how the world works, man. You're immature.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like you, it, the fact that you can't even give place for it, you know what I mean? You can't right. even like hold it in your mind for a second to think mm. about it. Tells me what's really going on is that you're afraid, like... Right. I mean, I don't know... don't want to have to confront all of the contradictions. You don't want to have to... Yeah, you, you don't want to really confront that the, the, the
0: world has, has... The world has changed. This is the thing. The world has changed. Um, Things after this crisis will be different.
1: Yeah, yeah. For better or for worse. And yeah. the thing is, if you don't get on the for-better train... Right, then buddy, you're on the you, for worse caboose. You cannot stick your head the in the sand
0: and go, "Oh, nothing is going to change. Everything is the everything is normal. Everything is fine, uh, yeah. and it'll all just go back to normal." We've been struggling with this since 2016, though. So
1: we've I been struggling know. with this since 2008, to be honest. Like, well, yeah, and we never really resolved it or answered it. We just thought we swept it under the rug, and that'll never come up again. Right. Nobody's ever. <laughs> No, surely nobody will dig under the house where I've buried the body.
0: No, no. (laughs) Well, the thing to me is that this feels, this moment feels rather like, um, I, I analogize it a bit to World War II because it's like there's a very clear... Like uh, we're not fighting an actual like enemy of humans, but it's we have a sort of path of like if we want to be able to produce the amount of ventilators that we need, we're going to have to like rally production on a national scale in the same way that we did. But also just that like, you know, it's an epoch and things are going to be different after this is finished and, you know, it's going to afford us the chance to reshape our country. <clears throat> uh, and say, and like, think, well, now that we've had that experience, we've learned a lot, and we're going to make these changes.
1: And one of the things that gets lost in all this is the fact that there are several discrete problems that are running up against each other, but everyone seems to confuse them for the same thing. Right. Um, so, like, this this economic collapse... um is not the result of the coronavirus. Mm. Like this was coming anyway. If you right, it if was you were reading anything for the last greatly. year as in the finance community like you've just been hearing about how like we're due for like a really terrible recession. right cuz we were
0: yeah we were on like one of the longest like runs in history I think. Of, yeah like the, positive. I mean just know, like
1: all the signs were there and we were doing making the same mistakes, you know but to like a broader extent and everyone knew it was coming and then a pandemic happened right Which just
0: sort of triggered it and made it happen immediately and now the other thing
1: that nobody's talking about but that is also going to become a problem is environmental disaster from climate change like that is also going to exacerbate things and thank heavens it hasn't really yet we haven't really seen it but Mm -hmm. You know, if there's like terrible drought in regions, if there's terrible storms, if there's, I mean, that's going to create like huge dislocation and that's not going to work well when you have a pandemic going on. Ah, but Aaron,
0: people are staying at home and not driving, so that's good.
1: So it's almost as if like the Spanish (sighs) flu and Mm. Hitler Mm. and I don't know what else you could throw into there and the Civil War were (laughs) happening at the same time. it's it, there's a lot going on
0: <laughs> there is yeah I, I yeah that's the thing is this is such a unique crisis that we i don't think we have a playbook for how to handle it i mean we don't we certainly don't have like a you know like a an economic toolbox like we have like in 2008 the problem with the economy wasn't that people Literally were unable to work, you know, it was more that like businesses had failed and people had lost their jobs. The the problem now is that people literally cannot go outside to go to their places of employment like economic activity is simply not possible so yeah. continuing to pump more money into the economy to prime the pump there's no the pump is blocked there's no priming there's,
1: it i no matter how much money i have i can't go yeah. buy a chicken like i can't the, right the pump I is broken
0: <laughs> at this point there is yeah. no priming the pump <laughs> yeah, we must you, you need We must find pump. another way that does not involve the pump
1: yeah <laughs> so <clears throat>
0: but anyway to round this out uh yeah. There's an article in, in these times by Hamilton Nolan, and the uh, title is just back to work. You first. <laughs> you first. Says so Lloyd Blankfein, the reasonable cheerleader for restarting commerce. You can be a doorman throwing open the doors of your Manhattan office building for all the bankers to return to their desks. The doorman who prefers not to die can be the CEO of Goldman Sachs. So, yes. yeah, you know, it's, it's all these yes. people who all these people who want people to go back to work but of course they want other people to go back to work it's like well you go I'll <laughs> stay here
1: yeah so. you stay in your bunker while we go back to work the younger generation now tells me how tough things are <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah
1: I already am eating from the trash can all the time you know,
0: soon I'm going to be literally eating out of the trash can that's the problem
1: <laughs> that's exactly what we're going to see uh,
0: Okay, I've made an important discovery on the internet. Yes, go ahead, You me. are aware of of thick, of course, the generic word, uh, T-H-I, oh, yeah. T-H-I-C-K, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're also aware of the variation thick with two Cs, which denotes, mm. you know, a particular aesthetic, uh, you know, a kind of thing thick with two c's it's it's a it's a meme of sorts why i discovered
1: you wanna, why don't you want to get into more detail andrew <laughs> why are you why are you dancing around it? uh
0: urban dictionary <laughs> it's about uh, cake it is about cake um it's well it's, it's about a lot of things generally. think about
1: a cake a regular cake is just a cake but a cake with several big juicy layers that's yeah. A thick oh, did you know cake. that
0: Urban Dictionary's word of the day today is stonks?
1: <laughs> nice. It.
0: Yeah. Um. Thick says when a person has fat in the right places, creating sexy curves.
1: Ew. Yeah, so Whoever anyway. wrote that needs to be sent to the Hague. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. You got him. Gross.
0: Uh. <laughs> but I've been um. I discovered on my, you know, uh uh Twitter uh, uh uh voyages, you know, my expedition through Twitter, uh the variation of thick, T H I Q U E, which is I believe the bespoke version. You know, it's the it's the slightly bougie version of of thick. Th- thick. It was very
1: classy thick.
0: Yes, exactly. So, I just felt the need to share that with you. <laughs> it's like I think that's artisanal a single
1: batch Right. Thickness. Yeah,
0: small batch artisanal single malt. Thick.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. That one's really going to have me thinking for a while.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, gonna I've got more food for thought for you. <laughs> um, I have an article from I think uh our favorite outlet, the Wall Street Journal.
1: <clears throat> yes. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, This is entitled this is uh, this is from the opinion section, to be clear, this is titled for now pay workers to stay home. And the subhead is service employees need aid during the lockdowns, but long term cash transfers would leave them worse off, which I just want to say citation needed. We should Um, debate our plans. So, uh the uh uh point of this article is basically yes we should pay people now but once things are better we must immediately take the cash transfers away because if we don't then they won't do as much work and that's bad.
1: Large profits.
0: Yes. Um it says <laughs> policymakers must resist the urge to extend these payments beyond the crisis however because most of the time Americans need to work more, not less. I feel like we've thoroughly debunked that on this podcast already, but you you love to see the Protestant work ethic once again creeping in <clears throat> um, by almost every measure joblessness creates far more misery than low wage work, which of course is not, I beg not, to differ. Not, not what would happen if you did cash transfers. People wouldn't be out of a job like in the they wouldn't be unemployed, right? <laughs> like if you it wouldn't get, be doing nothing. If you get UBI and you can afford to quit your job, you're not unemployed now. <laughs> That's not how this works. That's the whole point of the thing. Um, it says <clears throat> work creates a sense of purpose and social connection. Happiness comes from doing, not from having. To which I would simply say, um, what about all the massive billionaires then? Yeah, please hand <laughs> over to money. They pretty happy from their having. Yeah, <clears throat> money's yeah, please. Hand it over. Yeah, <laughs> to hand it over. Listen. Happiness comes from doing, not having. America should never accept the dystopian vision of a vast army of unemployed workers sustained by government handouts that are labeled basic income. Dystopian vision. Here's the Jeez here's Louise. the kicker. Here's the kicker. So Adam Johnson of Citations Needed podcast retweeted this with the um the the what's the guy from um uh you know the sketch from uh I think you should leave the the car design sketch. Oh my God, he admitted. Um, the major downside of cash transfer programs is that free money means there is less need to put up with an unpleasant boss Uh, again I know I want to emphasize that that is apparently a major downside of cash transfer programs I would consider that a major upside Um, apparently it is our lot in life to suffer terrible bosses for for the thing that I wonder
1: is like who is this for like do they really think that this is helping because like every time I see something like this I'm just like (sighs) Slide to the left. Slide to the left. To the left to the left. No, this is Slide to the left. Slide to the left. To the left to the left. Slide to the left. Like I'm just this is just going away.
0: <laughs> this is just sort of like so there's this point here he says the negative income tax experiments of the 1970s which are a model for unconditional cash transfers today are estimated to have reduced hours worked by one to five weeks a year among transfer recipients but like that's good it's implied <laughs> yeah. that that's bad but that's not necessarily did bad profits that's good. go
1: down did <laughs> right People- productivity go down they said nothing about that They just hours worked People
0: should work less generally, and I'm so sick of of these these people who believe that like the end all and be all of life is to just work all the time. Well, and they lot. never
1: they never quite deal with the fact that now, listen, we do work more. We do work more than, work more than em- like, right, and also it,
0: more than every other country it's b- n- except for it's like n- a handful.
1: It's not like we are now in some lazy era of not working where nobody works. Like right. we work tremendous hours. Like a farm laborer worked less hours.
0: Yeah. The yeah. things that we right. think
1: in the past that we envision, probably for most of us, well, it's listen, an inaccurate Aaron, you can, picture. You can
0: work at home now with a laptop, so why aren't you online at 11 p.m.? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But no, the, the Aaron, listen. The Bible says nothing about retirement. Okay, so get back to work. Get back to work.
1: Uh, I just you you made a good point, and it's that with people staying working from home, they're or they're not working. They're they're sitting around. They're quarantined. That, yeah. that their takes are just marinating.
0: Yeah, this is the thing. This is, yeah. The, the these flavor folks, is
1: absorbing.
0: They have no outlet for their takes, so they've just been getting worse because they're just sitting there marinating in their juices and the flavor is concentrating and you get nonsense like this, utter nonsense. Yeah. This is just yeah. absolutely ridiculous. And
1: I think the next few things, too, like, are, are kind of examples of that. So like, there's uh, also somebody defending price gouging. Oh, lovely. <laughs> On Twitter, who uh, wait, his I'm name sorry, is, I don't know if you've heard of him. His name is uh, Ston Jossel.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, hit me with that again. What's his name?
1: Ston Jossel,
0: hmm, weird.
1: <laughs> John Stossel. So, yeah, he argued. Now, this actually, is the guy
0: who used to be on network TV and got fired for being too uh, much of an idiot,
1: yeah, too big and of a now dummy. He's on.
0: Now he's on not even proper Fox. He's on Fox Business. Too weird for regular yeah. Fox.
1: Too weird for regular Fox. Yeah. a lot. It yeah, just. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, it really prices.
1: Yeah, prices should rise during emergencies. That's oh. because prices aren't just money; they are signals, information. They tell suppliers what their customers want most. Entrepreneurs then make that? more of them. And work hard to get them to the people who need them most. If anti-gauging laws don't crush these incentives, prices quickly fall to normal levels. So uh, thanks, John. <laughs> yeah,
0: I. Uh, if only there Speaking were a way for us, fully us to fully marinated signal, Takes. If only there was a way for us to signal to companies that we wanted more of something. Sadly, there is no other way besides purchasing items. There's no sort of large communication mediums where you can scream at a company to produce more pure L. No, I. Th- uh, this is silly. I don't know. You know, these are just the free market absolutists who are like, any attempt to do anything with the market is uh, demonic and satanic and evil. And you're not because there's to literally
1: do it. no other way to do anything. Yeah, it's, it's impossible. You know,
0: listen. Well, it's just like the guy we talked about last time, the guy who was hoarding. Uh, in fact, he's the, his picture is right here in our chat. The guy with seventeen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer, who said, "Actually, I'm doing a good thing," uh, because when the, the prices market. when the prices rise, that means that the people who need them the most are buying them, and it's like, no, it means the people who want them the most are buying them. Those are different <laughs> things,
1: and the fact that you think those are the same says a lot
0: it says a lot yes
1: <clears throat> we now, won't say
0: what it says cuz it's a little rude but uh anyway it's
1: easy to nut pick you know uh, and dunk it, on these yeah. people yeah but i actually this week thought of an example from like that's probably will hit closer to home among people that we know who are okay. on the left or end of the spectrum uh-huh and this is a this is a concept that i've that i've discovered that i call disney brain mm Now, I discovered it this week because the Walt Disney Company, Mm -hmm. um, ran by several people named Bob. Right. Just a
0: consortium of Bob's,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Had decided to release- A
0: confederacy of dunces named Bob.
1: (laughs) They have decided to release their uh, theatrical film- uh what's it called onward is that what it's called
0: oh yeah i, this, this I literally a new a new pixar production <coughs> i believe
1: yeah. so they released it early okay um and i saw think piece after think piece and tweet after tweet about how awesome this was and how this is why disney is great and mm. how blessed we are to have truly in this world. truly thought leaders and I assumed, seeing all of this positive feedback, oh, it must be on the Disney Plus platform for which we are all paying and mm. not really receiving anything new, which seems weird. Yeah, um,
0: well, listen, uh, you can go back and watch The Lion King at any time, and that's the value that the Disney Corporation is providing to you.
1: <coughs> so, no, they're not providing it to the thing you're already paying for. No, you you are being blessed to be able to purchase it early for the sum of 20 us dollars okay but not and on that, disney plus no and that is why we're that's why disney is so wonderful now i don't, don't think question you have the, the facilities fact that for that big man they, they had to do this because theaters are empty and they yeah right they needed to do this to recoup their costs don't think about that so like mm. disney brain is an amazing thing to witness where people's people who are like very intelligent people, you know, they're like computer programmers. Right. Who like can do all sorts of wizardry. Right. They just, the logic is completely bypassed.
0: Right. Disney gets a pass because they're, they have the magic. They have the magic, you you know?
1: And you see people who are like just completely sensible in every other way. Like, weeping and wailing and gnashing their teeth because Disneyland is closing because of the pandemic. Yeah. But yeah. they will yell at people walking on the street too close together. It's like, why does nothing apply to Disney? Like, yeah. why, what is, it's like a religion. It's so weird to me. It's, it's like, so yeah, it's, weird there's a, me.
0: I think there's a little bit of a cult of personality there. kind of thing Um, I will say though I am excited for the um, first run movie releases to streaming because I do not enjoy going to the theater as someone who often needs to pee in the middle of the movie (laughs) which they don't put intermissions anymore so I'm excited to be able to pause movies so that I can yeah but
1: I still have a bunch of pee coins do you use that app
0: no I don't is that is that a cryptocurrency
1: (laughs) There's an app called Run p,
0: oh okay, right
1: <clears throat> and you have to purchase p coins in order for them to tell you when the p times are oh, in app movie.
0: purchases per movie that's very smart and insidious,
1: <laughs> so I still have unclaimed p coins, yeah, so well you <laughs> whatever what are you gonna yeah. do, and I think another example of this of this like Marinated takes is that we've mm. surfaced a whole bunch of takes lately about how like uh actually triaging and letting old people die is good.
0: Yeah, right. Because Listen, the spreadsheet We have tell limited us. resources. Yeah. Um, and so we're gonna have to make some tough choices.
1: And the, and the, you can tell, like, when they say tough choices, they're not really sad. Like their faces are like smiling. Yeah. We have to make some tough choices. Like,
0: Well, I think, you know, going with your lack of imagination point that they don't imagine that there's a like sort of way around this, which is why don't we work to produce many more resources so that we can at least reduce yeah. the number of tough choices we need to make.
1: It's like one of those you have three things, pick two problems. Right. Yeah. But like completely forgetting that the third option exists.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And so you say, well, we have tough choices to make. Listen, um, I have some equations here that say that actually we have to take the ventilators away from the old and infirm. And that's actually good. Because the equations here say that it's good.
1: Yeah, I just like and and some of these people engaging this stuff are people that are like, but it's like, I'm not sure. I'm comfortable with what this like tells me about their way of thinking about things because yeah, I would say, uh, I guess
0: I am not currently prepared to sort of abrogate the duty. I think we have to try and treat as many people as possible. I I don't, yeah I'm really not prepared to walk <clears throat> away from that and say, okay, well now we need to start saying, oops, sorry, you're over 70. So
1: here's my uh, theory. We can
0: do nothing for you.
1: My theory is that <clears throat> Star Trek The Next Generation stopped being produced. Mm. <laughs> and like nerds needed that moral guide.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. And
1: now now Star Trek is just like uh it's like space James Bond now. Mm. So it's like it, yeah, it's fun, it, yeah. but it's not the same. You know what I mean? No,
0: it's very different, that much is certain.
1: So I think it doesn't provide that moral compass. It's not that like secret side entrance into the nerd brain. Right. To like there's teach no, them to like value you're, life. You're not,
0: you're not getting episodes like Measure of a Man anymore that are like, you know, what does it truly mean to be human or whatever? You know? Yeah. Because yeah. that would so, be an interesting episode is, you know, Picard has to triage the limited resources.
1: Oh, I'm sh- I mean there's like that's like sure ten that episodes exists, that are like right. that. That's that's yeah. the thing. That's why I think of it, because like they present those kind of problems and it's never like well, you know, we just went with what was the most mathematical. It was right. Like, it's
0: never cut and dried. And, well, and this is the thing too: is that, you know, people are pointing towards some. You know, it's like, oh, we'll go look up these like you know statistical measures or whatever. And it's like, how does that like? Do you truly think that you can use math to measure someone's quality of life? Like,
1: well, that or do you precisely? think that you can use math to gauge morality? Like, are you some sort of like, like? I don't know. Like (laughs) that's the thing
0: is this is all very complicated and I think you can't just plug some numbers in and say you know. You're not aware of all the variables. We got a moral result out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just it's just weird to see how many people have so quickly jumped to like being sort of okay with with I just thinking (sighs) about this stuff. And it's like this should be you guys should not be discussing this already. Like
0: yeah, you, sh- you should not be this eager to, like, talk about this and be like, oh, this who's should going should in group be extre- one and who's going yeah. in group two?
1: This should still be extremely taboo. And the fact that it's not is really concerning to me. Be. Yeah, because I just think,
0: how, how are you supposed to explain to the family of someone who you've decided is not going to get a ventilator, you know, that decision and how you came to that decision and why it was the right decision, you know? Like, it's one thing wouldn't, for someone who like is, to. like, let's say, you know, they have, like, terminal cancer and they decide themselves to terminate their own treatment. Yeah. But it's an entirely different thing for, like, you know, a doctor or even, like, bureaucrats higher up to say, oh, we've determined that your grand- grandfather uh, will not be treated.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point because uh, <clears throat> I've been thinking back about uh, lately about all of the, uh, like, World War Two. II- new deal era propaganda that I used to, there was a, the Duke Mm -hmm. Duke university had a repository, like an online database of like all of these old ads and propaganda. Mm -hmm. And when I was in high school, I used to just like love going through there and looking at them. And I would like Mm -hmm. Photoshop them into um, like concert uh, posters and things like that. Like I loved playing Uh around with that old stuff. So it's like really lodged in my brain. And so much of that was like, convincing people to make sacrifices for others right that like that was a noble thing it was like sort of like playing on people's uh values you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's one thing but that the approach today isn't to try that it's to all right how can we design a system whereby we can like right, sort it's very it's very way.
0: Silicon Valley. It's like I'm gonna write an AI that figures out who's the person who dies. He liberalism liberalism
1: yeah. That's I mean that's all there is <sighs> yeah. to it. Now that I think about it. Yeah. Speaking of Silicon Valley, hmm. What are they? <laughs> what are what <laughs> people? Have you heard people having poop problems? Uh, I don't think so,
0: but I understand that this has become an issue.
1: So people have started flushing disinfectant wipes and paper towels, and it's created, like, tons of backed-up sewers and overflowing toilets. Yeah, uh, don't do that. The The only thing you should be flushing
0: is TP. (laughs) Don't put other things in the toilet.
1: No. Don't do it. So it's been happening in Charleston... Northeastern Ohio, Lexington, Kentucky, Austin, Texas, Spokane, Washington—like <laughs> everyone's sewer is failing, which also makes you think: how many people are solely pooping at work?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think it's probably a significant portion.
1: It's kind <laughs> of praxis. Like the boss makes makes uh, uh, what is it? I make a nickel while the boss makes a dime. That's why I poop on company time.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, that how the saying right. goes. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> so I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I just, we just want to make a public service announcement to, uh,
0: don't put wipes down the toilet. Even though they say flushable, tw- that's literally a lie.
1: Yeah. Don't, don't believe, don't believe that. It's Factually flushable in incorrect. theory.
0: Speaking of other things that are flushable,
1: mm,
0: mm. Uh, the rise and grind, um, part of twitter or youtube you you know the types uh gary vaynerchuk and the like it yeah. turns out they've become uh kind of quiet in the wake of coronavirus <laughs> as this article points out it turns out that you cannot uh hustle your way out of a pandemic um but this article does point out a couple of obnoxious or disturbing trends which is um Saying, well, now that you're working at home and you have a lot of time because you can't go out, why don't you get yourself a side hustle uh, and then, you know, you can reinvent your career with that or whatever, Uh, Mm. which is silly. I just want to say you're not obligated to do anything with your free time, especially in these extremely stressful times. You should absolutely take time for your mental health and not feel obligated to do any kind of personal enrichment if you don't want to.
1: Yeah, you shouldn't feel like you have to optimize your quarantine.
0: No, you don't need to do that. If you want to play Animal Crossing after you're done working, go ahead. Whatever you need to do. These are weird times, and uh, yeah, no, it's just silly. It's just silly. So, um, yeah, I, I don't. It's interesting to see, uh, because obviously they can't stay silent for too long. But yeah, where are they to gonna see. go?
1: What are they gonna do? Like, it's, yeah, I don't I'm, I'm interested to see like how how they morph. You know, they always sort of find ghouls a new always
0: angle. Do. They always find a new angle. I'm sure they'll come up with something.
1: They'll figure out something. They always land on their feet.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe they'll become landlords. Mm.
0: (laughs) So. Lots of talk about landlords lately.
1: Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about, like, rent strikes and how to interact with your landlord if they're going to charge people rent. You're like, what to do. Um. Mm. And. I've had this sitting in the queue for a while, and like all of a sudden, oh well, it's kind of relevant now. Yeah. So this this article from, uh, reveal news is uh, from the Center of Investigative Reporting, it, uh, unmasking the secret landlords buying up America.
0: Mm, lovely, and, lovely. <laughs> We're turning was, into Britain, it sounds like.
1: <laughs> yeah. So what do you do when your landlord is an LLC? Uh, that's
0: a great question, because I think my landlord is an LLC. <laughs>
1: well, then, uh, what, I mean, the Census Bureau reports that nearly 3 million U.S. homes and 13 million apartments, uh, apartment units are owned by an LLC, LLP, or LP, or shell companies. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. like... How do you strike against the LLC? Like, who do you write? Who do you call? I don't know.
0: That's the thing. You know, like, the people in my, like, properties, you know, leasing office are just, like, employees. They're not the actual landlords or whatever, so they don't care, you know?
1: Yeah. That's just... It's so weird to have that level of obfuscation. Um, And in this report, it actually uh, found that... When they talk about reporters from the Guardian and Washington Post began investigating some of these to figure out, like, who's behind these LLCs. And they mm-hmm. found that residents living in hundreds of properties across the South were uh, had a secret landlord. And it was Fox News personality Sean Hannity.
0: Oh, lovely. I'm sure <laughs> um, he's a great landlord.
1: Well, <clears throat> among the tenants Hannity's property manager sought to evict. Were a double amputee who had lived in the apartment with her daughter for five years, but did not pay on time after being hospitalized. Nice. A single mother of three whose $980 rent check was rejected because she could not come up with a $1,050 cleaning fee for a bed bug infestation.
0: What? Why would she need to pay that fee? <laughs>
1: Well, the LLC can't. This is just business.
0: Yeah, listen, just because we own the building doesn't mean we're going to pave to maintain it.
1: It's just so awful that they would rob you the right to have somebody to put on the guillotine. Do you know what I mean? Like, Right,
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, how are you supposed
0: to put an LLC up there? You're the to put your,
1: your contract on there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a world. What a world. So... Anyhow,
0: that's what we have to look forward to. uh, This is why it's extremely frustrating to me that people have been talking about like mortgage relief. And I think some states have actually done some things with like mortgage payment relief, Mm -hmm. but no one's talking about any sort of rent freezes or rent relief really in like a serious way.
1: Yeah. And it has to happen. I mean, people are not going to be able to pay.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, and there's a generational divide too, right? Because like younger people by and large do not own homes as much as older people do. So, yeah. You know, it it's you you are you may not intend to, but by giving out only mortgage relief and not rent relief, you are privileging older people more than younger people. Which is yeah. not new. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you're you're privileging also, you know, white people. You're I mean, mm-hmm. tur- Turns out it's almost like the system was designed this way on yeah. purpose. Yeah, you know, I'm starting to
0: think it may not be uh Uh, entirely good
1: (laughs) jury's still out though i didn't want to leave us on like a a sour note Mm. um so there's a there's like a realization that i had this week that Mm. i wanted to share with everybody Mm. um and it's just you can just unfollow
0: it's true that button is right there and it's very handy
1: That, that button's there and i highly suggest you use it yeah. Uh honestly, if if I'm annoying you, just unfollow.
0: Yeah. I won't be offended.
1: Yeah. I don't and I will probably unfollow you if you're if you're being exercising extreme disney brain.
0: Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. uh I the, L- listen, the liberation being... I felt as I've started exercising my constitutional right to unfollow be- being uh, in my, has my feet is great. a
0: privilege, not a right, and I need you to understand that. <laughs> no
1: it's yeah you know there's people you
0: follow and then they pivot or whatever or you know it's just they yeah and it's like yeah, I don't think I want to hear from this person anymore I don't think that they're adding value you know I've done the analysis I've done I've run the equations and it turns out actually um, we have to terminate your twitter
1: I have no idea what I'm doing I was not prepared for this I'm trying and I'm learning you for your patience there's so many mistakes i have already made but i'm working to be better day by day and i think i'm gonna make it but for now i'll say i have no idea what i'm doing i have no idea what i'm doing